In May 2022, Hurrocks hosted their World Championships in Las Vegas, and by all accounts, it was an amazing event. Anyone that was there said it was brilliant, and Hurrocks did their usual great job with it. But in the past couple of months, especially, a lot of you have been messaging me with your ideas around the World Championships, how they could be improved, how they're set up, the qualification process around it. And for a while, I've wanted to work out a way where I could share those suggestions with Hyrox and the rest of the community, uh, gather more of your suggestions for how they could be improved, and then, like I say, present them to Hyrox at least for their consideration. If you don't know, I'm Greg from rockslife.com where we talk about all things Hyrox. And yeah, like I say, the intention with this video is for me to share the suggestions that I've had come in about the World Championships, give you a forum to add in your own suggestions and thoughts on what we discuss and anything that we haven't discussed. And then I know the powers that be at Hyrox do often watch these videos anyway, but once we've had some of those suggestions, I'll send it over to them and make sure they've seen it and then at least you've had your say. Uh, about how the World Championships are put together in the future. So for context, I'm recording this in January 2023, and it's probably worth saying and appreciating that there are limited changes that Hyrox presumably can make to the World Championship setup for the 22-23 season right now, because the season's already well underway, people have already qualified and so on. But the, the, the idea is that we can we can share suggestions for consideration in the future. There may be some stuff that they could adjust for the 2023 World Championships in Manchester, but this is probably more thinking long-term and seeing what can be changed in the future. And maybe we'll do another one of these later in the season or after the World Championships in May 2023. Uh, we'll have to see how things go. So that's enough waffling for now, let's get into it. Uh, just one more thing, please, please, please subscribe to our YouTube channel if you've not already, it really does help a lot. And also if you're listening on the podcast, please subscribe there as well. Over on rockslife.com slash coaching right now, we do offer training plans for your next event. And if you need help from a, a nutrition perspective, which is extremely important in High Rocks, head over to rockslife.com slash nutrition and we can help you out from that perspective. Okay, so let's get into it. Pro versus Open qualifying spots. So at the moment, everyone under the age of 60 needs to use the pro weights if they qualify for the World Championships. But that raises a bit of controversy in the community for a couple of reasons. Firstly, there's the question of whether it makes sense that you can compete in the Open and qualify for the World Championships where you'd be using a completely different set of weights. Open and Pro are two different events that potentially suit two different types of athletes. You might get smaller, lightweight, faster runners who do well in the open that wouldn't do so well in the pro division. And conversely, there are probably some heavier athletes who do well in the pro division that wouldn't do so well in the open. And the question is really, does it make sense if you have to compete at those pro weights in the world championships, whether you should be able to qualify for that by competing in the open? It's not a completely fair analogy, but you could say this is like uh, racing a five kilometer running race to be able to qualify for a 10 kilometer running race. They're just two separate events. I think this probably also leads to a little bit of gaming as well from some athletes who probably could and should be competing in the pro division at most races, but some of them will go and compete in the open to try and get their qualifying spots for the world championships. 
So to me, this just feels like an area that people want Hyrox to consider, how much sense it makes for the qualifying spots to be reasonably evenly allocated between the Open and Pro Division, when ultimately you need to use the Pro Weights at the World Championships. Let us know what you think in the comments below on YouTube. I looked at the data for some of the people who have qualified so far this season. I, I very specifically picked the men's division aged 40 to 44, really because that's just the age group that I'm in. So you can see on the left, the slowest open qualifiers that there have been so far this season. So someone has qualified in the open for the world championships by running a 1-11-42. And you can see in the next column along, there are athletes who have raced in the pro division but failed to automatically qualify for the world championships because of the competition on the day and, and so on. But there was someone that ran just over an hour, someone that's run 104, 107, 108 and 109 in the pro division and failed to qualify when there are people who have essentially run slower than that that have qualified by running in the open. So does that make sense? Will those people who qualified on the left perform as well at the World Championships at pro weights as the people who got those times in the second column? Now to balance that argument, there are also people right over on the right of that page, the slowest pro qualifiers so, so, so far this season. So there's a couple of people that have run a 121 in the pro division, 119, 117, 115 that have qualified but there are also some very fast times in the open that have run that are not qualified. So a 102, 103, 104, which have failed to qualify. So we do need to balance that argument out. It's not like there's just lots of people qualifying through the open that, that shouldn't be because there are some very fast open times that are failing to qualify and probably would perform better than some of the people that have qualified in the pro division. So for fairness, um, I, I've shown both sides of the story there. But like I say, it's something that people want Hyrox to consider, how much sense it makes to qualify in the open if you ultimately need to race in the pro division. I should say thanks to Simon Towler for help with some of this data as well and many of these suggestions. Uh, give him a follow at Simon underscore Towler on Instagram. Also, just on this point, is that Hyrox have recently moved to using pro weights for the same sex doubles event as well. But open weights are used in all the qualifiers. So I guess in some ways this is the same for everyone as everyone qualifies at one weight and then competes at another. But again, I'm not convinced it makes sense to qualify at one weight and compete at another. I think it's very possible that some pairings who do qualify at the open weights wouldn't have qualified if they'd had to use pro weights. The double events suit faster, lightweight runners anyway. Uh, and it will be interesting to see how some of them cope with the increased weights in the final. I can certainly think of pairings who I know who have qualified uh, and I'm wondering if they'll even be able to move the pro weights on the day. So, so that remains to be seen and obviously they don't have to accept their invitation to the World Championships. But I think it's probably worth appreciating that there might be some doubles pairings out there who would have qualified if they'd been using the pro weights but have missed out because the qualifying event is essentially different. So a natural follow-on from this discussion is whether it makes sense that you only use pro weights at the World Championships. There certainly seems to be a large number of the community who would like to see both pro weights and open weights used at the World Championships. 
with the division that you qualify in, you ultimately compete in. I actually put this up for a vote on our Instagram page at The Rocks Life. Uh, over 300 people voted and 80% said they agreed that they would like to see both divisions of the World Champs. It probably is worth saying and appreciating here that the regional championships, the European Championships and the North American Championships do have an open weight only category. So there'll be elite races and open races. There's no pro division on those days. So Hyrox might argue that um, the regional championships is where people who want to compete at open weights have their championships. But there's no need to qualify for those events, so I think it probably takes away from it a little bit. Anyone can enter, uh, so I don't think it has the same feel as the world championships do. And I also should say, for fairness, that it seems to have upset a lot of people that there will be no pro divisions on those days. I assume it's a logistical reason that Hyrox have done that because they're running the elite races that day. But yeah, like I say, it seems to up, upset a few people. And in fairness to North Americans, especially where they have far fewer races than we do in Europe, it's another race or missed opportunity for them to get a time in the pro division, get a time that maybe would contribute them towards elite 15 qualification in the future. Um, making the regionals open weight only, as far as I can tell, doesn't seem to have pleased anyone. Okay, qualifying spots. This is definitely a controversial topic. And really the controversy here is that uh, people can race in a very fast race with a high quality number of athletes on one day and fail to qualify even though they got a very good time. And then there's other people in other events where there is perhaps a lower quality of athlete on the day and they qualify for the world championships with a slower time. If we look at some of the data again in the 40 to 44 age group men's category, uh, on the left there on the screen I've shown some of the slowest qualifiers so far this season. So in the open you've got people who've qualified with 111, 110, 109 and in the pro division a couple of 121s, 119, 117. Whereas over on the right there are some fast non-qualifying athletes. So in the open, there's some people that have run a 102, 103, 104, and in the pro division, an hour, 104 and 107 who have failed to automatically qualify. So much faster athletes failed to qualify than some of those who have actually qualified. So the question being raised is, should you have to get a certain time to qualify as opposed to it being done solely on finishing position? Now that can be difficult from an admin perspective for Hyrox as all divisions and age groups would have different time requirements and determining what those should be is difficult. Uh, perhaps though something to think about might be if the first place in the age group always gets a spot of the race but then other spots are offered at a certain point later in the season based on time. Perhaps midway through the season additional spots get offered uh, if you've run a fast time Though again, I appreciate that may be difficult to manage to a certain extent, but if they want the fastest athletes to be at the Worlds, then it is worth considering. Another similar suggestion, but one that's maybe more workable, would be when roll-down spots are offered. So I believe if someone has already qualified for the World Championships and then gets a place again, or doesn't accept their spot, then it gets rolled down to the next finisher at the race. But perhaps these roll down spots shouldn't automatically go to the next finisher in the race, but to the fastest time achieved so far in the season. 
to the person who hasn't yet booked their place. I suspect that's probably easier to manage from an admin perspective. One downside to doing it based on time though would be that it will bring up the argument about some venues being faster than others. I did an article on this recently over on rockslife.com and while I think some of the differences between venues get a bit overstated, there are some differences. And so if High Rocks did start giving positions based on time, then uh, racing at a relatively quick venue would be advantageous for you. So there is no easy answer to this. Um, I'm just putting it out here for discussion. And yeah, remember to let us know in the comments on YouTube what you think about all this. Multi-day event. Okay, so one person has suggested that the World Championships should be held over multiple days, which would allow athletes to compete in the individual division and the doubles division and potentially the relay as well. I believe that is something that Hirox are already considering. The only thing I would add is that I don't know how much I love the idea that someone can compete in the individuals and doubles on separate days. Potentially what you'd end up getting then is all the individuals combining, uh, forming doubles pairings and then competing the next day and that takes away from a lot of people's opportunity to be at the World Championships. At the moment, at least, they're giving more people the chance to be there. Now, you could argue whether that's a good or a bad thing. Personally, I think it's good that more people get the opportunity to compete. Uh, and by allowing you to compete in the individuals and doubles, you'd be taking away a lot of opportunity. I would, though, love to see a relay race at the World Championships. So hopefully that is something that they will consider in the future. Okay, so let's talk about some of the suggestions that have come in around the elite side of the sport. Elite 15 regional races. At the moment, the top 15 times of the season up to the end of the calendar year qualify for the elite races at the European and North American Championships. So there's a few issues going on here. Firstly, there's the question of whether it's the best approach to see the top 15 race in Europe and then potentially the same top 15 race in Chicago a few weeks later. Now, not everyone will travel to both events, I suspect, but I do wonder if it would be better for each person to choose one race that they're going to be at so we get to see 30 athletes in total. I think that might make it more interesting, possibly, and more fair. Now, you might get a bit of gaming then as to what race people choose to go to, but we'd get to see more athletes and potentially better races. Maybe this is one where we have to see how the regionals pan out this season. But I think it's worth Horrocks considering whether at the moment the approach they've got is the best one and whether it makes sense that European athletes who qualified in Europe are going to be racing at North American Championships and vice versa. North American athletes who competed and qualified in North America will be racing at the European Championships. Now, perhaps a more logical option is that you race in the regional championship where you qualified. Americans race in America and Europeans race in Europe. Now, one consideration for that are what happens with the people in Hong Kong and other countries in the future. What championships would they race in? And also what happens if someone gets a qualifying time by racing in America and in Europe? Can they then compete in both? I also think some of the top athletes might argue that by allowing them to compete in the European and North American Championships where there is prize money, it gives those top athletes the opportunity or an additional opportunity to earn money from racing. And if we want to see the top athletes in the sport, then giving them the opportunity to earn money is perhaps necessary. So I don't want to automatically say that they shouldn't be allowed to compete at both events. There is a consideration 
that some of them want to be able to. Some other suggestions that have come in around this include if you win a race in the pro division, then you should automatically qualify for the elite races at the regional championships. And someone has suggested that elite race qualification shouldn't be based on one time in one race, but should perhaps be your average time over your three best races or some kind of point series where you get a number of points based on your finishing position in a race and then um, how many points you accumulate up to a certain point in the season qualifies you for the elite races if you're in the top 15 points scored. Now this certainly helps to take away any talk of venues being faster than others because it gets evened out over a few events. But there is the consideration that this isn't a professional sport yet. Uh, lots of athletes wouldn't be able to travel to numerous events uh, throughout the season and it would take away from opportunities for a lot of people, especially if they're not in areas where there are frequent races. For example, there's some athletes that have qualified uh, in Hong Kong or Australia where it is much harder to travel to races. Do we want to take away their opportunity to race at the elite event if they're good enough, just purely because of the fact that they can't get to three races up to a certain point in the season? Even if we look at the Americans so far this season, I think they've only had four races up to this point this season. Many of the top, top athletes have only raced once, maybe twice. Uh, it would be very difficult to make them, say, qualify with their top three times because they just haven't raced often enough and don't have the opportunity to race often enough at the moment. Next up is, should the winners of the previous World Championships automatically qualify for the Regional Championships? So last year's winners were Chris Wiglowski and Hunter McIntyre, and neither are gonna feature in the elite races at this year's regional championships. Now the reality is that Hunter isn't focused on high ups at all this year, and Chris has only raced once so far as she's been focused on other races away from high rocks. Uh, so I guess in many years, this might not even be an issue that comes up too often. Uh, but the reality is there has been a limited number of opportunities for the Americans to race so far this season if they don't want to travel abroad. Uh, and so we're not going to see last season's winners feature the regionals, which seems like a shame. Allowing automatic qualification for the regionals is a nice additional bonus for winning the world champs in the previous year. Uh, I suspect Hunter wouldn't even race uh, anyway because, like I say, it's not his focus. But it would be good to see Chris race in the regional championships if she wanted to. Uh, I did put this up for a vote on my Instagram at The Rocks Life. And over 500 people voted and 80% said that they feel that the previous year's winner should automatically qualify for those events. So it does seem like something that the community want to see. On the flip side, it's hard to think of any other sports where they might do this. In the Champions League in football, they, uh, the previous year's winners do automatically qualify for the, the, the tournament the next season, but you don't see this in the Olympics and other world championships, for example. But like I say, I put this out to a vote and 80% of the community wanted to see it. So let's know in the comments what you think about this. So next up, Elite 15 or more. And the main question here is whether there should be more than 15 people allowed to qualify for the Elite races. I guess the main consideration here is do you think it would make for better race with better viewing if there were more athletes in the race? Uh, times are much closer this season with those who look like they are going to miss out on the elite races only often missing out uh, 
by a few seconds or, or, or a minute. Uh, so would it make for better racing at those elite races if those people were allowed to qualify as well? Uh, it's certainly doable from a logistical perspective. At the Birmingham UK event earlier uh, in, in the season, they had 50 people starting in each wave. So they can certainly have more than 15 start. Uh, the question is whether they want to or not. It is worth adding that in the World Championships Elite Race last year, that Chris Wiglowski and Rich Ryan wouldn't have got into the Elite Race without the roll down. So they only featured in those those elite races because other people didn't accept their place. They weren't in the 15 fastest times of the season so far, for example. Uh, but Chris obviously won the race and Rich Ryan finished seventh. So they justified their inclusion, but they wouldn't have been included without a roll down. Now, Harrocks presumably have their reasons for this. And I guess if there were more than 15, it starts to take away from the rest of the World Championships events. If everyone is in the elite race, there's fewer people in the age group categories at the World Champs. So it does take away from that a little bit, but yeah, it's worth considering whether more than 15 would make sense for, for better racing and better viewing. So they're the main suggestions and questions that I've had come in. There's probably a ton of stuff I've missed. So if there is anything, then please let us know in the comments below on YouTube. And also let me know your thoughts on what we've discussed here. Um, like I say, Hyrox, do look at these videos they are interested in feedback from the community you can help to start to shape the future of the sport and the world championships so do uh, include your opinions and they will almost certainly be seen uh, please remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel it does help a lot please share this with any friends who you think might be interested and want to add their opinion and I will talk to you again soon